Hello, this is Marshall Adler with my good friend and co-host, Steve Smelsky. We'd like to introduce you today to a very special short Father's Day episode that we're going to be doing for all of our listeners who will be having a difficult time on Father's Day. Steve, I'd like to turn it to you to discuss how you will be handling the upcoming Father's Day on Sunday. Thank you, Marshall. Hello, everybody, and thanks for joining us. When Shelley and I start the uh, grief program, one of the first things we share with everybody is early grief is difficult. It's hard to get through. And there's one thing that we always tell people not to do, and that's to isolate. Unfortunately, This year, in this COVID pandemic year, we're actually being forced to isolate. So exactly what we tell you not to do going through grief is exactly what we have to do. So social distancing, staying away from people, trying not to get the virus is fine if you're not in grief. But if you're in grief, it's actually the opposite of what we try and coach you to do. So we wanted to point out that this is not a normal year. This isn't what we would try and do to help you get through your grief. However, this is what we're, we're stuck with today. So it's important that if you can't meet face-to-face with somebody, you at least reach out to somebody, talk to them on the phone, talk to them on video. There's a lot of different video products. You could do a video call or even just texting on a cell phone. But the biggest thing is to not isolate and stay by yourself because you can you can really get in a bad place. So as difficult as it is to connect with people, that's the one thing that you should try and do. Uh, with that, I'll turn it back to Marshall. Steve, that's absolutely an excellent point because obviously the world has changed dramatically since the onset of the pandemic. And by nature, we humans are social animals, and now we are told to become antisocial animals. And as a family man whose biggest goal in life was to be the best father I could be, this upcoming Father's Day and all upcoming Father's Days that I will be experiencing the rest of my life are going to be entirely different. Why? Because I lost my son, Matt, on July 22nd, 2018. So this will now be my second Father's Day without my eldest son, Matt, being here. And I've spoke about this before that I think, obviously, there's so many components of grief. But to me, one of the biggest components is the loss of the anticipation of good things to happen in the future. By that, I mean... When a child is born, especially with a father seeing the birth of their son, you can think, well, I'm going to throw a baseball in the yard with my son 10 years from now, and we're going to go to football games, and we're going to go have all these fun activities that I like doing, and it'll be like a relationship that will change over time as he grows up and becomes a man. And those are things to look forward to, but when you lose a child, that is forever lost. So not only are you grieving, missing 
what you know of your wonderful child, or in our case, our sons, because you had this wonderful life with them, you're also grieving what you don't know. By that I mean you don't know what was going to happen in the future. You don't know what type of interesting life events would ha- would help cement your relationship with your son even more, make you more proud of your son. And it's that that is a, I think, an unspoken type of grief that it's just almost like optimism deferred, that the optimistic view of the hope of your child's life is forever extinguished. And that is sort of a difficult part of grief that I think is just not really dealt with. Like I I was driving in the car the other day and I put up some music and on the dashboard it told me what the music was uh, titled and I saw it was a mixtape or mixed CD I guess is a correct way to say it that Matt put together in 2014 it says Father's Day 2014 and he knew the type of music that I liked and he did this great mixtape and I love hearing the music but my heart sunk because it's coming up right on Father's Day and I'm going I'll never get another mixtape from Matt and that is a loss to me. Not only have I lost what I know we had together, but I also lost what I don't know what we would have had in the future. And so I think with Father's Day, as we are both fathers, it just brings up different emotions than it would otherwise. How, how do you feel about that? It certainly does. And sometimes you don't think of it until it gets there, and then it catches you off guard. Other times the anticipation of it is maybe actually worse than Father's Day itself. One thing I wanted to point out as we talk about Father's Day, you and I have both lost a child. We've both lost sons. We're not the only ones that are affected by it. We also have children that have lost their dads. And I've talked to a couple of our friends And they've actually lost their spouses. And for them, it's difficult because they always had something big planned for Father's Day. And it was something special, get together for dinner, uh, usually at at the house. And it's hard for them, too, because they're planning things with their kids and their grandkids. And the patriarch is not there to celebrate. So it's like, okay, what are we going to do? It's going to be a tough day for all of us. Um, So it's not just for fathers, it's not just for children that have lost fathers, but it can also be for spouses that have lost their husband, and they centered everything for Father's Day around that family get-together. It's interesting you mention that, because just bringing that up as we're talking here, it brought up emotions about my father, that My father passed away on September 29th, 2012. So it'll be eight years coming up this September 29th. So I guess this would be my seventh Father's Day without my father. And my father was the happiest, funniest guy 
I ever met. And that's why Father's Day was always fun. We always did something fun. And obviously, losing Matt has put my attention to my fatherhood. But your point being that you can look a different way also. Instead of looking down to your child, look up to your own father. And I know I'll probably grieve him because he just was a fun guy to have as a father. Like whenever I wanted to do something with him that was fun, I knew if I started asking dad, do you want to, before I even finished the question, the answer was yes. Do you want to go play tennis? Do you want to go, we lived in Buffalo. Do you want to go snowboarding? Do you want to go ice skating? Do you want to go throw a football around? Whatever was fun to do, he wanted to do it. And I think on Father's Day, it's looking up and looking down. You could be looking, for me, you'll be looking down to missing Matt as a father to his son, but also looking up as a, as a son to losing my father, even though it was almost eight years ago. And as we've talked before, my view is when does grief end? The answer is never. It doesn't end. It ends when you take your last breath, and then it continues because people are going to grieve you. So I think that's a really good point. And I know for our, for our audience, it's going to be, again, the best of times and the worst of times because I think you have to realize something my parents always told me, which was true, and I, I've said this before, they, they lost two children, lost two sons, and they knew that they had to go on to lead the best lives they can because they said, you know, life is for the living. And even without Matt and without Jordan, we, as fathers who loved our sons, still have other family members. We have spouses and we have other relatives that it's not that we have to put on a happy face, but you realize the grief is personal and we are here, we are living, and I think Matt and Jordan would want us to do the best we can to enjoy the day with the loved ones that we still have here, even though they're not here. So it's all these cross-currents of emotions, and I think a lot of our listeners will probably be experiencing the same thing. So all I can say is that for me, it will be a emotional day missing Matt, missing what enjoyment I would have had with Matt had he not passed away almost two years ago, and missing my father because my father just was a lot of fun and every Father's Day I had with him was fun. So I think you're statement is very, very appropriate to the experience that I will have on Father's Day. Is there any other words of wisdom you'd like to impart to me as we talk about Father's Day? The one I was thinking of was the first year Shelley and I went through Jordan's loss Father's Day was the last of our first 
except for the anniversary date. So it was the last holiday we had to celebrate without Jordan. Jordan died on July 2nd, 2014. So Father's Day was the last holiday that we had to try and get through. Um, I remember trying to figure out how do I get through it? How, how bad will it be? Is there any way to anticipate something different? And what I found over the last few years, the anticipation is actually worse than the day itself. I've, I've been able to protect my heart because it is a difficult day. Um, I usually do one post on Facebook in honor of Jordan and memory of him, and I'll post a picture of him and me together, and I'll do some type of little saying to go with it. But then I stay off of Facebook. I, it's too painful to watch all the other posts coming in. I don't put myself through that anymore. The first year I did, and it was horrible. So I've learned to back off of social media on Father's Day. I focus on the happy times that I remember that Jordan and I had together. I know it's the last of the first that I went through that first year, and I've been trying to make it easier to survive. The main thing to remember is you're not the only one. There's others that have lost as well. Some people can understand your pain and how you feel about things. Just remember the anticipation of the day may actually be worse than the day itself. So give yourself a break. Steve, again, thank you so much. I think those comments are something that I'll take with me because, again, every journey of grief is personal, but I find it very helpful talking to people that are on their own journey because I'm always willing to listen and willing to learn from people that have been on the journey longer than I have. And again, I've mentioned before, you have been a very good friend and a very great example of how to deal with the loss of a son with grace, dignity, and compassion. And again, for that, I thank you so much. So I hope our comments today from both of us were informative and helpful to the members of our listening audience in general and those in particular that are having a difficult day on Father's Day because they've had a particular loss in their life. So again, Steve, thank you so much for your words of wisdom, and we hope that it helped in many ways our listening audience to have the best day possible on Father's Day. Oh, thank you. I would like to add one more item, and that's to those who have lost a loved one through this COVID pandemic. These are not normal times. These are not normal things to go through. The fact of not being with your loved one if they were in the hospital when they passed, not being able to have a proper funeral in most cases, those are very out of the normal type of things. Now, there's been a lot of deaths and there's probably going to be a lot more. But just know our hearts go out for you because it's difficult the way we went through our loss and we haven't had to deal with those. So I would encourage you to try and stay positive, 
try and stay in touch with some people. Don't isolate, even though we have to isolate. There's other ways of staying in touch with someone, but just know it, it can get better. As bad as it feels and seems right now, it, it can get better. Steve, again, thank you so much for those words of wisdom. And I'd like to thank the listening audience so much for listening today. And we hope that everybody has a safe and as nice a Father's Day as humanly possible. And we'll be back after we have our next episode. We'll look forward to uh, talking to you then. Stay well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.